You are listening to the I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast. Uh, Leave your feelings at the door because we coming with that realness, my nigga. Oh, uh, yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm still I'm still kind of salty about the Hugo hers, but it makes sense, though. It really does make <laughs> sense. I'm really fucking proud of the motherfucker. Ain't that uh, about a bit. And uh, shit oh, like that my. makes you want to sometimes uh, rewrite history. Flick your ass and... <laughs> You know, it just depends on, you know, what your taste is. I uh, know. What the uh, hell happened? Shouts out to Twitter and shouts out to hashtags. Because, Papo, um, did you hear about meme history? Ooh, you, well, you figure she's been out for enough time. But, no, I have not heard about meme history. Tell me that there's a class that I, I get a fucking pay a shitload of tuition to be able to attend. This week's Storytime with Verse and Papo is brought to you by the hilarious Twitter. And uh, Twitter, uh, re- yo, and for some reason I can't hear you, so I hope it's just me. Oh, I think I heard some. Don't know what's going on, but I can't hear you. Oh, yeah. Mic check, one, two, yes. one, two. Yeah, yes. That's what, that's what happens when you uh sitting and your foot's right next to the uh, power to your uh, tube condenser <laughs> microphone. So uh, my toes uh, hit the motherfucking plug. Yeah, so we... we big toe, it. big foot, big dick black bastard. Now, Breathing you, in all the white man's hair. All the white man's hair. Fucking hung, hung it up and fucking shooting your load inside a white precious bunny. God damn you. But uh, did you know that uh, Brazer or Brazer, what's the name of that porn company? They're actually making uh, porn. That I think they got, they got, they, it was helped written uh, either it was through Reddit or through 4chan. And oh, pretty wow. much they're making a porn out of memes. Wow. Meme characters. Can you Google that? Can you do that really quickly off to the side? Just because wow. you're talking about memes, like this is the this is a apparently this porno is it's starring Bane's parents, Bane from Batman, so they're all wearing those fucked up masks, and everyone is a meme character, and I mean, really, how much how much premise can you fucking have on a fucking porno? Like besides animes, my fucking my boy, my musician brother, he he jerks off to animes. I don't know how you can do that. You know what I'm saying? I want to say I tried once looking at some pictures, but you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't do it for me. And then, you know, no no shame if you you know say see some shit that's sexy because sexy is sexy. But apparently, like he when he watches these anime porns, he gets so caught up in the storyline, like he forgets he's jerking off, and he and he's actually watching it to see what the fuck happens next. To I be that, that to be that gripped by a porno, I would honestly would almost be worth buying if that was the case. I'm usually I'm I usually come in over it by the time before he even finishes. And this, um... yeah, they did a porn parody. Oh shit, this shit froze the computer. Hold up. Um, yeah, Brazers and Ford Chan, main filled porn script. Oh, wait, here we go. Let me see display. Oh, wait, no, that shit's five minutes. Hold up. <laughs> oh, no, there's, there's a safe for work thing. Brazers cut themselves through a safe for work cut. Well, no, I don't see no link. I just see the video on here. If you can, type in the name of that and then type in uh, Safe for Work. And apparently it's like a legitimate version of it. That is actually Safe for Work. God damn it. No, this shit is freezing my shit all up. 
I saw just a uh, clip of it, and I just thought it was so fucking ridiculous. And the fact that we're really scraping at the bottom of the barrel. Not not to say that there's, you know, articulate, intricate fucking Academy Award-winning fucking scenes in these pornos. But definitely have good production value that I've noticed sometimes, for the most part. Unless they're just at some rich nigga's fucking mansion. I don't know. I can't bring this shit up. I think I got too many tabs open. So it's all good. It's not important. I, but you see what I'm talking about. If you could put a fucking link to the website, like that's pretty fucking crazy. Motherfucking meme porn. And um, but uh, this one here is a uh, motherfucking meme history brought to you by uh, motherfucking Twitter. And um, it's about that time. sound like the bass is hitting too hard on yeah what in the actual fuck yeah i don't know what that shit was about Technical difficulties. but uh anyway uh shouts out to motherfucking twitter who uh <laughs> came together and uh rewrote um the world's history starting with the bible and um they did it all through and with the help of uh memes so uh we'll uh, go through this uh real quick we got um we start off with a picture of uh kim kardashian looks like she's uh peeking around some bushes smiling and this is chapter one creation it says the snake when adam and eve got kicked out of the garden of eden hashtag meme history oh wow then you got your girl uh tanisha here can you see the gif rolling I can see it on your screen. She just gave up on that fucking computer and just threw that bitch back. It goes, God, when he saw Adam and Eve eating the apple, and he told them not to eat it. This bitch just fucking gave up. She just walked away. And truly, truly, we could be on this world. This nigga walked away because we a bunch of dumb fucking idiots. Mm. Now we move over to chapter two, Noah's Ark. And we got a gift here of uh, Rihanna making a face at uh, somebody rolling up her motherfucking window as she rolls her eyes and it says noah when it started raining and everyone tried to apologize to get on the art hashtag meme history oh jesus speaking of which chapter three the birthday jesus and it has a meme or has a picture of uh maury and i'm yeah. not too sure if this thing moves or not but he goes um and then god was all like joseph you are not the father. Oh, <laughs> you move Yo, over really quickly. I got to mention there's a, f- I should have wrote down the quote, but I finally started listening to the life of Pablo. And mm. there's a fucking line that Kanye says that what if Joseph and Mary were at the club and Mary was getting a little bit too fucked up. And I forget what the hell he said in there, but he's comparing that Jesus was a, was a, of immaculate conception because they got a bit too fucked up at club and who knows who the fuck this bitch was fucking in the restroom. I thought that was very disrespectful and very hilarious. You know, I've heard that uh, I've heard that joke before. Of um, it wasn't immaculate birth; it was just the greatest ruse in history or whatever. Because she was like, "Oh, I'm a virgin. Ain't nobody hit this pussy." It's like, wait, somebody hit that shit. I ain't hit that shit. And it's like, oh, Jesus, immaculate birth, immaculate birth. Because you couldn't look for the hymen back then; they didn't know where that shit was. But um, yeah, the uh, for it. But uh, speaking of Jesus, uh, chapter four, the miracles of Jesus. And uh, you got a picture here of uh, Steph Curry and Draymond. Uh, I think this was them at the All-Star game looking in amazement. Ebony, I'm not even looking. Ebony and Ivory. 
And um, it says, when you're at the banquet function, and all of a sudden, Jesus turns water into wine. Hashtag meme history. Oh, shit, son. You know, back, you know what I'm saying? And it's hard to let go of Christ because, you know what I'm saying? He is the one, the true. Chapter 5, the betrayal of the priest. And it goes, and then it has, I know this is a meme from Star Trek. I don't know who this cat is. But he just looks, you know, curious and then shocked. And he goes, Judas... At the Last Supper, when Jesus tells the disciples that one of them has betrayed him. Hashtag <laughs> fucking, he's just like, oh, no. Who? Fucking Judas. Meme history. Then you got um, you got chapter six, the resurrection of Christ. And you got uh, Wendy Williams uh, staring immensely into the camera as it passes her. It says, after Jesus rose from the grave and ran into the disciples. Hashtag <laughs> meme history. Like, hey, motherfuckers. Oh, we on ancient history. Oh, we on some ancient history now. So chapter seven, the Trojan War, and it has a meme of uh, DJ Khaled saying, congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. And he goes, oh. when the Tro- it says, then the Trojans brought the Trojan horse, which was filled with Greeks into this city. Oh, then uh, you got you played yourself, bitch. You got chapter eight the assassination of caesar and you got your boy kermit the frog on this bill cosby looking couch and uh he's looking off to the side all i, I love how this is posted by alabama pound cake oh shout out to alabama pound cake i see you girl and uh it says when julius caesar saw brutus among the conspirators hashtag meme history oh nigga trying not to sip on the tea all right, so fucking chapter nine, the burning of Rome, and it has that crazy white fucking, that crazy little white girl in front of a house fire looking shit. He goes, it's fucking lit. He goes, Nero, during the burning of Rome, hashtag meme history. Like, yes, bitch, I done mm. did it. Then we move on to European history, and you got the meme of uh, the crab from, uh, what is that? Crab. From, uh, yeah, from Krusty Krab. Yeah, from SpongeBob. And um, he's surrounded by a whole bunch of people. Looks like he's spiraling into a pit of anxiety. I, I know that feeling, so I know what he's going through. And it says, uh, Chapter 10, King Henry VIII. And this is King Henry VIII's wives when they heard, It's a girl. <laughs> Hashtag meme history. Did he only have a girl? Maybe I'm, I'm missing I that. I forgot the fucking story. Well, I'm going to look that up real quick. Uh, King Henry. All right. So then, um, well, all right. I don't know if I should go into the next one if I can wait for you to look yeah, it up. I'm just curious. Time. I'm curious. Do you have it on the main screen anyway? So let's. Yeah, he had a secret daughter that would uh, have. Yeah, he had a secret daughter that was going to take the throne of um, Elizabeth the first, and so that was the big controversy. Somebody that would be able to steal the fucking throne from the other bitches. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. Oh, you have two boys. One has to have the birthright. Which one of them has it? Well, what's birthright? What's that? Your birthright, kind of like who's going to carry on the legacy. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you love them both equally, but one of them has to have your 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 full blessings and favor. Well, no, they, uh, I mean, of course, logically, both of them, but I mean, outside of that, once they get older, it'll be which one um, has a similar personality, I guess. You can't see that yet, then? As far as, as, far as who, who does your mom say is most like you? Well, I know Zay is a lot like me. Zay has a um, chip on his shoulder already. <laughs> already. And, uh, um, three years old and jagged. 
God bless the boy. He didn't had a chip on his shoulder for about a year now. Just he just woke up <laughs> on the wrong side of the world and just and um, so yeah, I see a lot of similarities uh, with him. But then also I see other similar. Or so I don't know. It, it's kind of hard once they get to teenagers. I get I could revisit that question and uh, tell you which ones have been fucking up for the longest. <laughs> I'm just curious as to which one your mom says. Oh, that reminds me of you. Unless obviously they, they both get your traits. So I mean, I can see that happening. But no, uh, yeah, they because it's weird. Zay reminds me a lot of uh, you know myself, and then Kai reminds me a lot of actually my sister. And I actually, I think my sister and Skips have similar personalities. And so, of course, I didn't grow up around Skips. So I'm pretty sure Kai's personality is a lot like hers. But I do see a lot of my sister in Kai. And so that's the thing that's kind of interesting. Some full circle shit. Yeah. So then um, chapter 11, and it has Dave Chappelle dressed up as Prince where he's making that slam dunk and he just turns into it being one handed. I'm sure he's going to let go of the bitch and be flowing, but he goes Mm -hmm. the French Canadian war and it was how the, and I guess that's, that's how it ended. Yeah. Fucking uh, somebody uh, ended uh, cocky. And then you got a fucking uh, chapter 12 French, revolution you got the kid uh the fat kid that looked like he got an extra um shake and got caught and the person taking a picture of him and he looking him dead in the eye like hold up not me <laughs> and uh it says france during the french revolution america you're going to honor that alliance treaty right and america looked back at france like uh mean history <laughs> <laughs> i can't help you i can't help you all right, so the United States history now is chapter 13, the discovery of America. And it goes, the Native Americans, when Columbus showed up and told them that they were Indians. And it has that one black brother with all the question uh, marks. Young. Is it, who is that? Is that Nick a young is that an athlete? Yo, that's uh, Nicki Minaj, or not Nicki Minaj's, uh, <laughs> Iggy um boyfriend, husband, whatever. I think they're married. What by the him. fuck does he do? He plays ball for uh, oh, okay. the L.A. Lakers. Because yeah. I've seen a lot of pictures of him. Like, they'll put, like, sombreros on his ass. They'll fucking they'll dress him up. They use his his yeah. questioning face in whatever fucking theme of whatever the hell they're talking about. Where he's just, like, he's kind of confused. It's the questioning fa- uh, face. And then also for basketball fans, Nick Young is known to be um, have way more confidence than his skill level is you know it's a it's a quite a difference and uh one of the podcasts are it's like having and one swag when you're just in the fucking peewees and you're still missing no peep game this this motherfucker um they there's a video clip one of the youtube nba people that watch uh they do this um um, highlight that wasn't a highlight and you know how you'll have like a uh, exciting play in basketball and always ends with the guy scoring Sometimes there will be something interesting that happened but it doesn't become a complete highlight if you will because the team didn't score at the end so it's not going to get played on a lot of channels or you know a lot of replays so anyway um, they have this joke just making fun of plays that fell apart and the opening is a video of Nick Young throwing up this three-point shot, and as it hits the rim uh, to, like, spin, it looks like it's about to spin in, he turns around, like, to the audience, and he throws up whatever his, I just made my shot, hand signal. Like, like, and like that fadeaway look. That fadeaway, that Kobe, and um, the ball is popping out of the rim as he's making that expression, and so they stop, uh, they stop it on that, and it's, like, the highlight that wasn't. And so, uh, yeah, Nick Young <laughs> is uh, – 
yeah, he's an interesting character. Too big for your britches, bro. Too big. And then uh, they have one of my one of my favorite motherfucking memes. Uh, it's Alonzo Mourning sitting on the bench. Uh, and he's shaking his head no, like he's thinking to himself. And then he seems like he has an epiphany. He shaves his head yes for a second. It says Christopher Columbus thinking it's India, but then realizing it's America. And he could just kill everyone. Hashtag meme history. He's like, fuck it. That's what I can do. How are you going to do that? Chapter 14, the founding of the colonies. Now, I'm not too sure if I remember this brother from the Scared Straight shit where he tried to act like some kind of crip or something. I'm not too sure, but he has he has a 10, a 5, and two ones up looking like he's balling, and he goes, earlier today, the Dutch purchased Manhattan from the Native Americans for $24. <laughs> Yo, that is a sad thing, because that's a real legit story. The Dutch bought the city of Manhattan from the Native Americans for $24 dollars because um i don't think they understood the magnitude of what was actually going on in the whole situation but holy see and i'm wondering too like at what point how did that happen where what in this is one of the things that natives kind of you know hey whitey for for sure is the fact that how are you going to put a price on land land that god or whatever fucking spirits they believe in have created and bestowed upon us how are you going to make a marker Take claim to that fucking marker, and then on top of that, put fucking a price tag on that fucking marker. It's it's actually funny because two societies in particular they get picked on as when the white man uh, saved them and colonized them. They were savages and all that. Is um, Africans and Native Americans, and um, a lot of their different tribes they lived, um, you know in huts and they chase down animals and this and this and that. And the white man was like, well, why didn't you build cities and create jobs and do this and do that? And it's like, well, no, we're not going to fuck up the land. Like this is God's land. We're just part of it. And we live like, why do we need to create anything? We have everything already here. And so that was one of the things where you could ask yourself from a societal point, like who had it right? Like what if earth like progressed and we never like cut down trees and shit and we all just live regularly without any any fucking Wi-Fi or anything like that. And we lived of the world and, you know, chase down food and shit like we naturally are supposed to because our ancestors were raised that way for millions of years. It's just Dude. one of those interesting things. Did we make the right decision? Uh, well, see, and that's, would, would, would we be any further than we are now? I don't think we'd be as in, in danger no, as we are be- now. It'd be a lot less people on Earth, for one, I can tell you, because so. you, couldn't, you couldn't sustain a society... You couldn't. You need agri. You need irrigation. Or you need uh, agriculture. You need things like that to sustain like cities as big as they are. And so you wouldn't be able to have that many fucking kids uh, just running around. You wouldn't be able to feed them. So yeah, population would be a hell of a lot lower. I was but, gonna uh, say then. So then would we? So without agriculture, without irrigation, with all that, those advancements, would we have not have ever cuffed a bitch? Would a woman have never become property? Would have? Would 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 a village? still be the one that raises the family and community pussy would, would be okay and there wouldn't be any slut shaming that is we, what is argued 
Shouts yeah. out to Christopher Ryan with uh, that book, Sets It On. And that's basically what he said. Like, we used to just fuck and live and not give a fuck. There was no, you're I'm married to this person. This is my kid. There was none of that. All that shit came through with how society changed due to agriculture and things coming from instead of the hunter-gatherer, just a bunch of people just sitting around. We're just sharing what we got. It's like, oh, wait, I can make a farmland. Oh, this is mine. I don't need anyone else to touch it. I, I can make all this money off of it. I can eat off this. I could make this farm and pass it down to my kids and just different things like that. And it just kind of changed the way society was run. So, yeah. So is, do you remember the blue lagoon? No, I, I remember wa- the name, but I, I want to say Brooke Shields. She was so fucking sexy too at that age, but it makes me wonder like if you would have, if we would not to say we would be living in fucking tropical paradise, but if we if we just lived in the in the bare necessities of of the fucking land, the greens, the trees, I mean, we'll be living in a fucking uh, uh, fucking uh, treehouse. I don't know. I'm I'm curious. Or we might be living like the Nets folks, the fucking Salem witch trial people. Um, has uh, chapter fifteen is the Salem witch trials. Uh, it's a picture of a motherfucker on the stand pointing somebody out. That's the nigga right there. I see him. And that um, is him. It says uh, everyone who made uh, everyone who had to take the stand during the Salem witch hunt hashtag meme history because it was killer be killed in all honesty because if it was a Joe ass and you want to cooperate Yo, you had to point out the snitch I'm I've been so like I've followed and done a lot of research or read a lot about the Salem witch trials because that's just one of the most amazing things I've seen like just. And it's crazy because like one of the tests that they had was you would get uh, accused of being a witch. And so they would burn you at the stake. And the whole thing was, if you're a witch, you're going to get out and fly away. But if you're not a witch, you're going to burn to death. And then that's how we know, okay, she wasn't a witch. You say how she burned to death. And it's like, um, I think there's a, another method that we could come up with to figure out if the person's a witch or not without killing them. Like see, you, you had to burn a bitch. And then I'm wondering too, what was the ratio of, of witches caught? Because then if, if they had flown away, then you tying them up has done nothing. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, the thing that's just fascinating is because the recent science on it is uh, they actually think the people were tripping off of LSD. And didn't realize it. There was a farm or there was an area close to where they were at. And they found uh, traces dating back uh, then of like different algae and um, whatever. And so they think there was some type of uh, like outbreak within the wheat that caused like some type of mold you know, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, that mold and that stuff had psychedelic properties to it. So the people would eat the bread and they would start seeing shit. And that's the reason why they thought it was witches. It was some crazy shit going on. No, they were getting bad batches of bread and they was tripping their balls off. But, but didn't nobody know what the fuck LSD was back then. <laughs> it's like, oh, what the fuck? You done put some shit in this bread. That bitch is a witch. Who, why am I seeing colors? Why am I seeing colors? Chapter 16, the Revolutionary War. And it goes, when King George III heard the Sons of Liberty threw all the tea into the Boston Harbor. And I'm not too sure who this brother is. He looks uh, like a little scrappy. Is that a little scrappy? Yeah. He got chunky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but actually, that is, that is a little scrappy. He looks like, like a little scrappy turned into E-40. And he just looks real like, nigga, you did what? You did what? Uh, uh-huh. Then uh, you got uh, the boy Cam Newton, 
And um, he's at the sideline and he does a little head nod yes and then he waltz off. And it says, uh, when Paul Revere saw the British coming, hashtag meme history. Didn't Paul Revere warn everybody? Yeah, he's the one that, yeah, okay, I see what's going on. And he ran and told everybody. I, I, I see what's going on. <laughs> Nigga, right. I'm snitching. Mm-hmm, yep, yep. I'm about to say something mm-hmm, right now. I so, I guess the, so I guess the next one's right under him too. And this looks like is Kevin Spacey um, when he's playing um, Blue uh, from House of Cards. House of Cards, yo. And then what is he saying? Oh, but I guess it says the founding fathers when black people asked about um, ba- asked about those basic what inalienable rights, and he goes, <laughs> "You are entitled to nothing." <laughs> oh, fucking a hashtag. Real straight faced, yo. Oh. And I started rewatching it again because they released the uh, recent se- the new season again. So I was like, All right, you know, let me catch stuff from the beginning again because I love the show and I binge watch it. Like I legitimately took a whole week from work so I can watch it. And he's just he's the type of he inspire he's inspiring man. I'm going to get into the series. It's been on my queue. I've never You'll started the series. You'll but yeah, season four just started. And yeah, with how, especially how political I've become over time, I'm pretty sure I'll resonate because I, cause I've heard that, that it's, you know, a lot of the behind the scenes, kind of just how politics and things like that run. So do not read any reviews. Do not skip ahead no. from where you are the build-up is beautiful it, the pacing is great there might bro, have been maybe were, what bro you're talking to somebody that started watching walking dead when season three was airing i started season one i was able to avoid all that shit and get caught up <laughs> and then i watch i watch walking dead through netflix and netflix you gotta wait for the for like uh you can't watch season four until season five starts on regular tv mm-hmm. so i'm always a season behind so you talking about the king of mr chilling the cut and i ain't gonna see no spoilers i ain't cutting the head i'm just sit here and wait until the time is right for me to see this shit Okay, I highly <laughs> recommend it, and I can promise you that when you when you hear this man talk, I love Kevin Spacey. I legitly will fucking pull a Kanye, be like, stop, rewind that, just so I can hear the shit that he says. And he's he 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 represents so the dopeness of what a southern gentleman is. I'm saying uh, it's like it's like a southern. No oh, wait, your mic cut out. He says some shit about. He's like, I sound like you whispering. He's like, us southern boys. He's like, we talk real slow, but we quick on our feet. Like he, he says, like real these little just dope ass shit, man. You're gonna love the show. I'm gonna quit talking about the damn shit. That shit. Awesome. And uh, speaking of the fucking South, uh, chapter seventeen, uh, the Louisiana Purchase. Louisiana. Sh- Louisiana. No, no, no. Louisiana. Louisiana. I, I can't. Lazy. Louisiana. Yes. Nigga, are you sipping on a Red Bull right now? I actually ain't even mad at you because uh, before we started the show, I popped this uh, B12 five-hour energy. I saw you. This is the second event of the day for me, and that's a that's a <laughs> lot. Like I could, my body is only uh, built to be able to take one social event. Yo, it's funny. I had to pop like uh, two two of my anxiety pills before mm. going out. Yeah, I'm still razzled. It's uh, yeah. Highly interesting. So I never go out 
a uh, really close boy of mine had a birthday party. Uh, his it was all his girls' people. So, like I was legitly one of the only homies that I went through, which is cool because I, I ain't trying to be around a bunch of other motherfuckers. But it still worked out perfectly. But uh, I had to take a you know little pack of whatever for the drinks, and they didn't even touch the shit. And I was like, man, and I was you know I was a little bit tipsy, and I knew my lesson. I shouldn't be fucking with that shit anymore. People do not drink and drive. I was very blessed, and uh, I was like, you know, let me take one of these bitches for the road. And I normally don't fuck with energy drinks. You know, the Jew in me, I fucking same 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 thing. Put that bitch in the fridge, and I'm like, oh, I'm thirsty right now. When I saw you pop that fucking energy drink, I'm in, and I'm smoking. I'm like, let me enjoy a little bit of this. I still got the five hour energy you gave me last time. Disney, yeah. holding on Sat- to it real safe. It's Saturday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. I better have a job. <laughs> but you got uh seven, chapter 17 and uh it got motherfucking whitney houston looks like she's singing and says i want to see the receipts and it's uh native americans after being told their land was purchased from the french hashtag we, meme history we just all came we fucked up all sorts of shit oh you know and, and i was and i was still yeah we had a guy had a conversation with someone yesterday about how the uh, Alamo is, is I don't know, people are still kind of fine over that being part of Mexico or not, which is ridiculous. I let it go. But chapter 18, ooh, the enslavement of African people. And is that cute... my man, Bukiki? You know, she could be Bukiki's granddaughter. She looks real pretty though in a fucking fur coat like Peter without approving. It goes, driving Massa's carriage, you see a stop sign, but you can't let him know you can read. Look at hey, baby she looks worried. coming through with the tears. <laughs> he's coming through with the tears bitch why are you lying <laughs> how do you who taught you octagon <laughs> <laughs> oh oh but what the oh shit what the mean say uh i thought i read this shit driving a mask oh, driving no, no, a mask I sketch. oh i t- i'm so busy cracking jokes on the shit i missed what it was yeah okay uh holy hot damn uh, fucking the next one is uh, I'm I'm so stuck on the Boo Kiki thing. So yeah, I had a brain fart there. Uh, you got your man, uh, the dude that looks like he's upset and uh, he's pointing at himself in the mirror, yelling at himself, and uh, it says we didn't enslave them, we rescued them, made them Christians. This is all fine. Hashtag meme history, and I'm pretty oh, sure that's white man referring to what he did to the African people. Keep telling yourself that, bro. <laughs> now the next one it's um i guess under the same chapters uh but it has a sister just looking real agitated like and she ain't having none of it she gets she grabs a fucking person she gets the fuck out of there it goes when people told harriet tubman not to escape bitch i'm <laughs> <laughs> like really bitch <laughs> bye Oh, and then you got chapter 19, the Civil War, and you got your man Steve Harvey with the pearly white shining. It says, and that is how the South won the Civil War. (laughs) I hate to tell you this, but I hate to tell you this, but uh, (laughs) yo, I didn't know that he had a stake in the pageant. Did we discuss this? I didn't Um, realize that I heard about it. I don't know if we talked about it. When when they had um, you know, everyone knows by now at this point in the in the year, but uh, Steve Harvey was hosting the what is it, the American Beauty pageants, and he accidentally right. crowned the Miss wrong person. Universe. Miss Universe. I'm sorry, Miss Universe. And it's always gonna be a Latina because they sexier than motherfucker. Even though I don't like him because I talk, they began. Shouts out to Benita. I need to come out the closet. Um, 
but he had accidentally crowned the wrong lady. This bitch didn't even speak any English. Like, she didn't know what the hell was going on until he had to take the crown off her head, and someone had to literally translate to her to tell her what the fuck is going on. And he did the he did the most you could do. Man up, apologize, and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Speak the peace. And There's break been it. a mistake. Admit to my fault. Oh, my fault. I see the, all. And what's so dope about him making that initiative is that he is a producer. He invests his money. He has a big part of it. So you can't pawn it off to no one else, you know? So I don't know that number. Respect for Steve Harvey. That's my dude. So this yeah. next brother, and I forget what the, who the who the fuck this brother's name is. Something. I know you, that's from. You um, see him in all the black movies. I know he's definitely in. Um, I know that scene. Money making Mitch. Ah, okay. Oh, shit. So, he, so Pac was in this movie then. Because I yeah. want to say I remember yeah. the Jersey. But he goes, when John Wilkes Booth uh, knew the South had lost the war and he took matters into his own hands. Didn't that brother kill Abraham? Yeah. Yo, I bet you still ain't seen Ridiculous Six yet, have you? Oh, no. I stand Brother, if you watch it, you're going to see John Wilkes Booth in the most hilarious scene. And i I've added it to my list, but I told you I, it, it takes a very long time for me to get up to check out some Adam Sandler because he is the white equivalent of Tyler Perry to me. That's probably true. That's true. <laughs> because now that I think about it, he played his own fat twin sister in a movie once. I forget what it was called. I'm just saying. Very ridiculous. You see, but this nigga, he has like a contract agreement where he had to pump shit out. Like, if you're forced to pump script after script and you're doing it on a basis, like, not everything in your shit's going to be gems. That's all I got to say. And then um, you got your boy, uh, Bird and Ernie. And um, you got Ernie laughing as Bird is uh, reading. And then he looks up as if he just read something. Uh, shocking and it says uh, when the slaves in the U.S. realized the Emancipation Proclamation didn't really free them hashtag meme history but I'm like hold on just wait hold up nigga this shit ain't right hold up so this next one goes uh, Galveston Texas June 19 1865 and it just go it just has a motherfucker holding his ear saying oh lord Jesus what and no, that's Juneteenth, which is um, it's a holiday because essentially the um, they got rid of slavery um, and it wasn't celebrated until the 19th. Like the information got to them late, if you will. So like it was like, oh, you guys are free. But by the way, like we said that privately amongst ourselves, we didn't really tell the slaves that they were free. <laughs> And then like, the slaves found out on June 19th. It was like, wait, what the fuck, nigga? We've been free all this time. You ain't telling motherfucker. And so, yeah. I wonder, and, and you got to admit to, I think this is what made people who went on tour and people who went out and let's say, you know, the printing press. I'm not too sure what year that shit came up at, or as to what point it was easily accessible to have information that people were able to read to pass this information along. But to be able to pass news, like... I wonder, did that start like in the Roman days when they fucking go and give announcements and shit? Like, I wonder, like nowadays we, we get fucking alerts like nobody's business. We fucking get these Amber alerts, these dust storm shits on our fucking phone that freak us the fuck out, that annoy us, that make us put shit on mute. It's so easy to be alerted now. 
yeah, we don't want to fucking listen or we choose to ignore. It, I don't know. It just kind of it makes my mind kind of spin just wondering how the fuck they did it before to pass on just general information. Yeah. And something as big as that. And that's the reason why it's argued if um, we can really take in all the information that we take in, like the human brain, the human consciousness isn't used to being able to have all this access to information and be able to know what's going on on every part of the world at a moment's notice. Like you go back a thousand, two thousand years ago, you knew what was happening in your town and that was it. You didn't know nothing about any of the other shit going on anywhere else. But now I got a motherfucking apps and I could hop right on my phone and get alerts of what's going on in different places of the world right this moment. And um, so, yeah, so it's a, uh, it's a completely different kind of world. Kind of different, kind of different, but uh, chapter 20, you got uh, the Titanic and you got your boy SpongeBob looks like he's praying and then you got his hands uh, like he's about to dive into some water. And um, it says hashtag meme history. The Titanic is unsinkable. And this was the Titanic uh, going down. It was going down, boy. In that same regard, I had Jay-Z is looking real shocked, like someone like he just bit his lip. And that's how black people were uh, who couldn't get on the Titanic, finding out that it sank. <laughs> like, oh, I might have dodged one there. Well, I'm so glad I didn't get on that shit. Then uh, you got chapter 21, World War One. You got your boy 50 Cent peeling off with the bird in the back of the car, looking like a uh, nigga just uh, offered him some great poupon. And he says, just two blocks away from where he found, uh, just two blocks away from where he would meet his death, Archduke France Fernand regards Gavaro Princip. And, um, it's actually funny because I do kind of know the story, uh, the dude Archduke. Um, that's how World War One started. Um, there was this Archduke that was going to get assassinated, and then the assassination attempt like failed. And then the dude ran into the dude somewhere else, like in the city, and was able to shoot and kill him. Like it was one of those craziest <laughs> circumstances of, oh, we tried to do this, that shit didn't work. Well, I didn't get to kill the motherfucking president today, so I'm gonna go have me a coffee. Oh, look who just walked in the coffee shop. It's the motherfucking president. And uh yeah. so yeah, it's an interesting story. So look that shit up. That's a set. There's the next <laughs> one that goes, um <laughs> he has his sister. I want to say I definitely seen this before. I don't really get it, but it has a sister kind of has some business attire, looking real on fleek and some fucking some maybe some uh, little four inch pumps, and she's like kind of like squatting over a stump, just looking just posed up, real real fucking sleek sleek like. And you go Switzerland during World War One and World War Two, just keeping it to the themselves. He was chilling in the cup. Then um, you got Chapter Twenty Two Prohibition. And you got Russell Wilson and some other NFL dudes just go off a tour bus and they got their bags with them. And um, it says, honestly, guys, I think Prohibition is pretty cool. I'll call it taste yucky anyway. Hashtag meme history. And they fucking with uh, Russell Wilson because he's on that uh, no sets until him and Sierra get married. Bullshit. Yo, you know, so is it I read that um, fucking Khloe Kardashian was talking shit about them, like calling them out. The you same like a publicity stunt, right? Like, like, but I'm sad of all fucking people to call call a bitch out on a publicity stunt when your fucking sister had to suck some dick to get to some attention. I'm like, 
Yeah, but a bitch. But I, I never understood, um, like, how, I mean, obviously that makes you look like you're a good person, but wouldn't you think you're going to get way more ridicule? And just like me and you, we made the joke saying this nigga probably don't want to hit it because he knows that she got that bad luck vagina. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyways, chapter 23, the elections of uh, FDR. And he goes, FDR, your two terms are up and they yet to hand hand over the off. And so he just fucking grabs is Dave Chappelle grabbing the bitch by the face and just scooting her away. I remember that. I remember that classic fucking scene is when he's walking in slow motion. Yeah. Damn, bitch. And that's um, because he's the first one that, that served three terms, right? Yeah, he was the only one or four terms. Soon to be Obama. Oh yeah, that's the that's the motherfucking thing that kills me. But actually, with how crazy the world is, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind. Fuck it, martial law, bring it on, bring it on with Obama in charge. Bring it on. I would love to see. Wait, I would actually still- love to see that happen. I would love to see Obama. There'd be some type of martial law, and Obama got to stay in office any more days than he was supposed to. Because it would be so hilarious seeing conservatives' heads explode. Like, why is this nigga still in the office? Like, that would be fantastic. Did you whip out a vibrator? What is that? Oh, for real? What is that? Oh, wait, I can't hear you now. Yeah, wait, that blew you away. Ah, mic check, mic check, one, two, can you hear me? Popo pulled out the vibrator and the mic went <laughs> Yo, you, st- you still can't hear me? No, I can't hear you. I can't hear oh, you. Oh, dude. No, it's, uh, I accidentally pocketed. I told you I went to a little event yesterday and I had to use someone's lighter and it was mad windy last night. I fucking ended up pocketing it. So I'm showing it off. Oh, no. So it's funny that that was your mic then because as you picked it up, I guess your mic came unplugged and the sound that it was making sound like a vibrator. But just so it just so <laughs> happened as you pulled up that I was like, what the fuck is going on? But um, you got a uh, chapter 24 music history and uh, I already know where this is going. Oh, and uh, you got some oh, cats. Damn. You got some cats sitting around, they food, getting ready to eat, and then you got some type of uh, raccoon runs up, grabs a handful of the food, and goes running off. And it says, when Elvis heard rock and roll. Has oh, shit, nigga. I get it Ooh, in them gone. Get, them get it in them gone. <laughs> the chapter 25, the Red Scare, and it has that one boy, white boy in a class with a little witty down the side looking real cute and shit. But he looks like he's hold, either holding his breath or it's just too – people usually see the memes when, when he says when, when you hit it too fucking hard or you don't want to cough in front of your homies. But it goes, Joe McCarthy, after he didn't excuse someone of communism for, th- for three whole seconds. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, that don't one, really get too much wrong. I'm yeah. guessing he had to bite his tongue. He was really holding it in. Then you got a uh, chapter 26, the fight for civil rights. And you got a uh, Waka Flocka in the uh, OK meme where he's sitting there looking straight ahead and then kind of looks over his side. What the fuck is going on? It says uh, W.B. Du Bois at the book release party listening to Booker T. Washington read Up from Slavery. And um, they were uh, two brothers that had different opinions about what was going on to going on. So. 
Oh God, this is most hilarious. And I forget where this brother came from, but it's that African uh, brother with the really nerdy uh, little glasses, and he's kind of holding his phone. And people usually make memes of when either someone's being snitched on, or you know, when they they listening, being real attentive. And he goes, um, "The FBI listening to the phone tap on MLK, saying, what is this nigga doing? Oh, what is he doing? Then uh, you got the from one cone to another." <laughs> you know, Big Sean, uh, my favorite meme of him when he's sitting there at that um, looks like he's getting interviewed and he got his hand up and this look on his face and it looked like he's somebody ain't he. So in this picture, you got the uh, head scarf going around the head. It says, and the driver told Rosa Park to get to get to the back, uh, get off. And Rosa like, Parks was looking back like, huh? Like, like, bitch, do you know what I'm fitting to do? Nigga, I'm about to change history. Do you understand the repercussions of these actions? Yo, one of my uh, favorite things I remember hearing, um, I think it was Cedric the Entertainer when he kind of went off on a bitch. I think it was Barbershop 2. And he was talking shit about Rosa Parks. He's like, oh, Rosa Parks, dude. Well, sit a fat ass down on the bus. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Again, hoes. Nothing like that. Uh, the next one, it goes, uh, the NOI when Malcolm X went from addressing white supremacy to calling out Elijah Muhammad. And it has Kanye West just making that. Uh, what, what what meme is this? I can't, I can't really tell. Is he just, is he looking like he's happy to, oh shit. Like, to, yeah, he's looking, he's like smiling. And then that smile gets awkward. And it's like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Hold up. And um, yeah, that's because uh, the nation of Islam, uh, Malcolm X uh, started off addressing white supremacy, was white people this, white people that. And then uh, once he found himself and he got under Elijah Muhammad's uh, wing, if you will, he started questioning Elijah Muhammad to the people in the nation of Islam. was like, whoa, wait, Malcolm, slow down. Hold up. Wait, what are we talking about? Wait you got chapter 27, the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis, and you got motherfucking Kermit sitting here banging away on his uh, motherfucking typewriter. And it says, Mr. Kennedy, Khrushchev, sent a secret letter offering to end the missile crisis. Maybe we should get back. Yeah, it's some typing up. <laughs> Uh, so then chapter 28, the Kennedy assassination, and it says uh, Lyndon B. Johnson on November 22nd, 1963. And is that Cameron yeah. saying niggas got shot every day, B? Yo, and Lyndon B. Johnson was the dude that took over after I'm off and Kennedy got assassinated. So that's fucked up. Then uh, you got chapter 29, the Watergate scandal. You got your uh, boy, uh, uh, Dr. Love, and it says, I don't know where you're receiving this information, but it is inaccurate. And it says, and then President Nixon lied under oath and denied any involvement in the Watergate scandal. Exactly what happened. Yo, you know, in Oak, I think it was Oklahoma. I forget what, what part of town, but another little youngster who was fucking 17 years old fucking pulls off a fucking Dr. Love and he pretends to be a fucking senator and on top of that he went it's like such a small town like he went to like i guess the car rental place where the 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 local government uses for you know their facilities and he told them i'm so-and-so's replacement drive me to my event and they fucking did it it's crazy because that shows you how easy people are falling for shit because the same shit is uh, happened at a Walmart. Some dude robbed three Walmarts by going in there with a Walmart jacket on. He would tap a cashier 
tell her that um, she got called to go do whatever, she would leave. He would ring up whoever the person was in line and then leave with the money. And no one knew he was robbed because he had the fucking outfit. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, shout out. Another thing in, in that same vein, you got to think about it. Everyone that I notice when I'm going to Walmart or some grocery store can't fucking wait to get on their fucking break. And they're yeah. upset because whatchamacallit hasn't fucking got up there yet. Or, you know, so-and-so is fucking too busy to come and relieve them. Like, can you imagine someone just fucking walk up, tapping the shoulder, like, hey, I got you on your break. You might have never fucking seen them before, but if you have lines after lines because they have 27 aisles but only two motherfuckers are working it, and you want your fucking brakes to get pissed shit or have a cigarette to hopefully knock you the fuck out of this fucked up reality that is your nine to five. Anyone can sneak up in that bitch as long as you know how to open the register. No, and I get it because them Walmart people make seven dollars an hour and they got to work uh, 80 hours a week and they got to clock out for 20 of it. So they ain't getting paid or else they're going to get fired from their fucking job. So hell yeah, them niggas be like, oh, I hate this. Play- I- oh, I just want to die. Oh, I just don't want to be here no more. Fuck this and everything else in life. Actually, old girl, she had uh, worked at a Target once, and they and I uh, and I don't remember working Black Friday. When I did retail, I was at a clothing oh. store. It was no big deal. She worked at a Target, and she said that it gets so hardcore when with lines that are fucking back bumper to bumper, and the fucking managers all up their asses, being like, "Hey, you know, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up." There's times where shit wasn't scanning. She'd be like, "Fuck it," she just throw that bitch in the back until like, here you go. And that they'd be real confused, like, uh, you know, but who, I wouldn't say fucking no. You're giving me some some free Beats by Dre and Elite Pad. All right, go say a goddamn thing. Thank you and God bless. My longest work day ever <coughs> was a Black uh, Friday. I worked um, at two different malls. I worked part time. Uh, so I worked a few hours over at this spot in the daytime. I worked a few hours over at this spot nighttime. I had to do OT at both places Black Friday. I got mm. to work at the first place at five in the morning. I left about two in the afternoon, got to the uh, late night job at about three in the afternoon, got off of work about two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I worked like 21 hours that day. Um, I ever since then, I've hated Black Friday and the holiday season. That like that one 21 hour uh, shift, if you will, dealing with motherfuckers on Black Friday, trying to last minute, you know, uh, get some um, shit high price. Yeah, it. There, there's points in my, especially with holiday. I mean, this last Black Friday, I made it to my advantage, but I like purposely make a point to not do a damn thing and not be around anybody because people have to be all busybody. It shouldn't have to be around endless hordes of people. I try to do the exact opposite. Um, but I, I was laughing once. Um, yeah, I didn't want to bring up that shit. Fuck it. It's chapter 30, uh, the Black Power Movement. And once again, it has a little queer dude from Star Trek holding his face like, oh, my God. And then, you know, a real shocked face. J. Edgar Hoover, when he had to pretend like he didn't have anything to do with the Black Panther's demise. <laughs> Yeah, and it's uh, funny because, yeah, during the Black Panthers getting broken apart, um, yeah, there was a lot of information that J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI um, planted all kinds of shit on the Black Panthers and all that. And they, it was one of those things where just looking at it from a business standpoint, you're a businessman running the United States of America, and you got these black people that you're kind of stuck with. 
Um, you kind of don't want them here, but you kind of, they're kind of stuck here. So you got to kind of deal with them. And you got one, you got motherfucking, uh, Martin Luther King. Who's like, yeah, just put up with whatever and just turn the other cheek. Don't get upset when they hit you upside the head with a rock. You just say, sir, can I get another? And you just keep going on because that love is going to bring us together. If they, if you just yes, sir. keep, if you keep letting them whoop your ass, eventually one day they'd be like, oh, well he must be okay. Cause he let me whoop his ass every day. So we need to be friends now and uh no offense to martin luther king but that's kind of a over-the-top synopsis of what he was saying and then you got motherfuckers like the black panthers and malcolm x was like no we need to take this shit back and um so yeah of course the yeah they didn't like they don't know they, they, they don't know but uh you got uh reagan's assassination attempt and i love that this is actually the vine of reagan's assassination clip because we got some social media audio of that and um it says uh john hinckley asked reagan if young metro trusted him to which reagan replied who you know the rest because if young metro don't trust you ho <laughs> Did not uh, get that by and large. I remember this shit. So chapter 32, the end of the Cold War. And this is a, this was a Stephon Curry and his, mm-hmm. and his little and his little baby girl that got more attention than he did. And there's only reason why I ever heard about this guy. <laughs> and he goes, uh, Mr. Is it Gorbachev? Oh, uh, Gorb- uh, Gorbachev. Gorbachev. I tear down this. Wow. <laughs> Then you got uh, chapter 33, the Clinton affair, and you got the why you always lying. Why the fuck you lying? They said the president firmly stated, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And according to his logic, that means, and I remember um, Andre 3000 saying this line about head release and cheating, right? You know what I'm saying? It's it's only head. How do you say it? I busted on her, not in her. That wasn't cheating. No, you yeah. got the game fucked up. You no. said I couldn't fuck her. You said nothing about me getting some dome. But anyway, so then the the next one, and if who's his brother from the Panthers? Uh, fucking uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton looking real cocky, nigga, like with his do rag, and his, it goes uh, to which President Clinton responds. It depends on what the meaning of uh, the meaning of the word is is. Mm, depends on the meaning then you got a uh, chapter 34 of the 2000 election and you got uh leonardo dicaprio uh screaming internally as he sits there trying to smile it says the last gore had more electoral votes but lost the election. Yo, do you think they kind of turn things around and it's kind of funny that they use the meme of dicaprio knowing the kind of speech that he gave when he got his uh his oscar Shout talking about brother for that yeah, shouts out to a real um, humble fucking human, just en- enlightening fucking speech that should make us think about how we live and what we're doing. But he talks about energy and and Al Gore all about what was his big kick? Was talking about global warming and shit. Yeah. So, do you? I mean, to think that he, we might have he might have had a bigger foothold if he would have became president would have been able to shift certain things into certain ways like it almost feels like it was he he was meant not to get it so that we can take the radical turn that i'm sure we're taking because so much shit happened during the bush the bush years yeah so interesting and then you got a motherfucking uh so next one's me or is that you Oh, no, no, yeah, uh, my bad. That's you. <laughs> so next one, as I mentioned a bit earlier, um, there's a meme from the most recent uh, Miss Universe, and it goes, and the 43rd president is George W. Bush. 
Yo, and it's, it's funny because that George Bush, that election, that 2000 election, that was the first election I remember kind of even paying any type of attention to. I was, mm-hmm. what, 17? And um, my my memory of the 2000 election, other than the fact that, you know, Bush stole it, that will always stick in my didn't, head. Didn't they do the recounts in Florida? And that's where yeah. kind of it came to, yeah. like, that's the fuckboy state. And his brother was the guy that was running Florida. So it was kind of, uh, oh, it came down to Florida. No way. We got to keep doing these recounts. And none of these numbers is matching. And it's the one dude that he looked like he lost, but all of a sudden he won because, and, but his brother, wait, there's a conflict of interest. No, oh, no, we just going to let this happen. Okay. But um, I'll always remember. Um, Method Man had a song on DJ Clue, had a, a mixtape called The Professional. And I always remember uh, Method Man finished his line, uh, now that Bush is president, nigga, we all threw. And uh, yeah, it was a classic joint. It was Method Man, Eminem, and somebody else. I'm going to have to look that up. Oh, shit. I remember classic that. Shit. But uh, yeah, my turn. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Now you got uh, chapter 35, the war on terror, and you got uh, brother looking all surprised like, yo, what is going on, son? And it says, well, Mr. President, I hate to say it, but it seems that there actually weren't any weapons of mass destruction in Iraq after all. Oh, you for real, yo? Oh, man, I just had y'all blow up all that shit. It was none, nothing. Nothing. Did you look under the rugs? Under the rug? Nothing? <laughs> Even Did you check inside the sink? In the sink, did you check? Did you check all the closets? Did the camels did you check behind the curtain? Behind the curtains? Did you, yeah, did you, you didn't check behind the curtains? Did you open the camel's hump and make sure ain't no shit in? Nah, no weapon, none. Hmm. All right, okay. <laughs> Pinky okay. the butthole. You something. know what? You know what? That's my bad. That's my bad. You know, don't hold this against the competitors or whatever. See, but, but now that we're here, let's get some oil. Fucking uh, chapter 36, Hurricane Katrina. I don't know who this is, Omarion, who the hell this is. <laughs> oh, no, this is Clips? Yeah, or no, that's from, uh, looks like The Wire. Uh, might have, just a nigga in some real tight braids. And he goes, George Bush, when he was asked to support the people during Hurricane Katrina, this motherfucker looks at the nigga, pulls up the window, and chirps out. Oh. Yo, that was like the biggest, I don't know what George Bush's idea was but the hurricane Katrina shit happened and George Bush was in a helicopter and he flew over it. And I think he was trying to be like, Oh, I was the president and I was there, but it was like, nigga, you had a helicopter. You could have saved some people like, like, and of course the president isn't going to let no niggas from new Orleans hop in his helicopter, but I it's mean, like, you should have stayed away. Like, to do like a fucking, like a rescue mission. Like what it would, obviously that would have been honorable and admirable, but. Oh, fucking a. And then you got, uh, Oh yeah. Chapter 37, president Obama's election. And you got a uh, James Harden rolling his eyes at a reporter and walking back to the back. And it says, John McCain suspended his campaign in 2008. When asked for a reply, Senator Obama said, bitch, I ain't got no answers. <laughs> So then chapter 38, uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Ooh, President Obama watching SEAL Team 6 Storm, Osama bin Laden's fucking uh, little compound. It has that one brother that I always see that kind of twerking the neck, eating some popcorn, like, oh, yeah. That's kind of racy, too. 
Oh, like, mm-hmm. and there you have it. The best history lesson ever brought to you by Twitter memes and the I'm black. He's Mexican podcast. Um, Much that's respect to put that shit together though. We gonna, gonna take credit a, for it. That's gonna be its own show because that was about an hour right there. So uh, <laughs> I'm actually I'm, I was about to say, are we done with this show now? Like Jesus. If you didn't like this podcast, it's probably because you're racist. Fuck your feelings though. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs>